Hey everyone, welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word, we're in Jeremiah 24. I want to share verses 1 and 2 with you, and then let's, let's chat for just a few minutes today about good fruit and bad fruit. After King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon exiled Jehoiakim, son of Jehoiakim, uh, king of Judah, to Babylon, along with the officials of Judah and all the craftsmen and artisans, the Lord gave me this vision. I saw two baskets of figs placed in front of the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. One basket was filled with fresh, ripe figs, while the other was filled with bad figs that were too rotten to eat. Now, in the background of this is uh, the events that we can read about in 2 Kings chapter 24 and 2 Chronicles verse uh, chapter 36, rather. Um, there is uh, a surrender of Jerusalem that has taken place, surrender to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. He deports King Jehoiakim and his son Jehoiakim uh, becomes king. There is uh, a rebellion that happens and so the son is put in place of the father. It, it seems that uh, Jehoiakim the son does the very same thing, and he is carried off. And this time, along with the commanders, soldiers, craftsmen, and, and so forth, uh, Nebuchadnezzar then installs the uncle of uh, Jehoiakim. Uh, he's a, a man named uh, Mad Madaniah. Sorry, I'll get all, I'll get all the names right. <laughs> Um, and he ends up naming him Zedekiah, right? So if you've made all those connections now, so Zedekiah is put into place as I think what you could call a vassal king. He, he is just acting as an agent of Babylon. He's sworn his allegiance actually to, uh, to Babylon, but he too decides uh, to team up with some of the surrounding peoples and to rebel against Babylon and uh, leads uh, a, a sort of a rebellion. And that uh, in turn leads to the complete destruction of Jerusalem. Let me share the perspective we get from, from 2 Chronicles with you. Uh, this is verse 11 through to verse 16. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. But Zedekiah did what was evil in the sight of the Lord his God, and he refused to humble himself when the prophet Jeremiah spoke to him directly from the Lord. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, even though he had taken an oath of loyalty in God's name. Zedekiah was a hard and stubborn man, refusing to turn to the Lord, the God of Israel. Likewise, all the leaders of the priests and the people became more and more unfaithful. They followed all the pagan practices of their surrounding nations, desecrating the temple of the Lord that had been consecrated in Jerusalem. The Lord, the God of their ancestors, repeatedly sent His prophets to warn them, for He had compassion on His people and His temple. But the people mocked these messengers of God and despised their words. They scoffed at the prophets until the Lord's anger could no longer be restrained and nothing could be done. It is, friends, this continual theme of 
disobedience, rebellion, rejecting God, idolatry, trusting in worldly schemes and strength rather than in God. And these are all uh, bad fruit. But it's interesting if, if we could connect over with, with Jesus. It's interesting that Jesus offers us this, this true alternative picture, um, this picture of good fruit, of fellowship with God and bearing fruit as we abide in His love. And so as an alternative vision, and certainly the vision of the new covenant of the gospel of Jesus, I want to share with you from John 15. Here Jesus says, I am the true grapevine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and He prunes the branches that do bear fruit, so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And then if we skip down to verse 9 here, it says, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love. I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. Friends, let's take hold of this alternative vision of good fruit by abiding in Jesus Christ, trusting in Him, trusting in Him for salvation, but also trusting in Him enough to do what He says, to follow His Word, to stay in step with the Spirit of the living God, to continually offer our lives to Him. We can, in this way, know what it is to abide in the love of Jesus, the life-giving Spirit of God flowing into our hearts and indeed filling us, as He says, with joy, overflowing joy. And may it be so in Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.